Repeat that for me. Is this thing on? I tell you what, it's on. Welcome to the Vino Cast, everybody. Welcome to the Vino Cast. Dude, I feel way better. I'll tell you why. What's up? I said I feel way better. I'll tell you why. Tell me. Poured up a glass of that wine. Fuck, I wish I had some, bro. I'm actually on a little cleanse from the Vinos right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back on it tomorrow. Uh, I fucking, I, bro, I, I'm been waiting to talk about this because like obviously i walked my block today i'm back in the city i walked my block saw the wine store was open that was closed for like the last month we were in new york so like those are my boys and it took me everything not to just go and grab a couple bottles but it's okay why are you on a class just dropping some lbs dropping lbs dude and honestly like the last month I was in Austin, it was like stupid running up vino. Like, um, I had like an unlimited supply. I never even had. I could open a bottle when I was in Austin. I could open a bottle of wine at any time of the day. There was always a like, at least fifteen bottles to choose from every day. I could just choose one. That, but um, what you drinking? What you sipping? What's the uh, vino? It's, it's fucking nasty, bro. I just took the first sip of it. And I want to dump it out already. Give me instant heartburn. It's a, it's a Zinfandel. It's called Gnarly Head. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting gnarly, for sure. Gnarly Head Zinfandel. It's just very gnarly. It hit me in the head. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I don't think the next one. I don't think I'm gonna drink a wine until I get Post Malone's new wine. I think I'm gonna. That'll be my first wine, which is good because none. It'll take at least. Like, I can't drink wine for at least a week, even if I ordered it tonight, so it's like... Oh, it's coming out in a week? No, it's it's out. How much I, is it? I, I don't... I think it's like $30. There's like merch and shit, t-shirts, hoodies, like... Oh, that's get, not bad. It's beautiful to see people branch into different avenues. Like, Posty's getting that's into right. alcohol. <laughs> like, that's so fucking dope. He has his own alcohol beverage that is going to create like a new... People are going to get the hoodies... But not realize like who Post Malone is as a musician. They're getting it because they love the wine, and then they're like, "Oh That's shit, funny. this guy does music too. What the fuck?" I hope that happens. No, it's I, go- I mean, it has to. So it has big. to. It has to because it's gonna I be hope, like. Yeah. I mean, he's huge now, so there's already like everyone knows him type shit. But there will be, I feel like, a couple people that will. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like there's gonna accidentally be a couple people. I just I hope the reason I said that is I hope that the wine is good enough. You know, I hope it's oh, good enough. Oh yes, it's not like. Yeah. Because like some real wine heads would try it and be like, oh, this is just some fucking rapper wine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I hope it's like good to where they're like, oh fuck, I, I like that. I actually like that without even knowing Post Malone type shit. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, uh, on your computer? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the actual bottle? No. Look it up on the internet right now. It's like Mason. Mason? No- yeah, Mason number nine or something like that. They have a website. The bottle is so clean, bro. It's stupid. It is that rosé shit. It's rosé, like wine, yeah, type shit. Um, oh, the, yeah. the bottle is stupid, bro. It like has like a little. I don't even think you need, it's not a cork. It's like a screw, it, like screws, I think. Yeah. French Riviera, crispy, refreshing, and very smooth. Austin Richard Post. Oh shit! I think I'm gonna order one tonight. If they can, I don't know if they. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it right now. Six twenty-two. It's available on the twenty-second. Like in stores? No, to order online. Fire! That bottle is so fire. 
Mason number nine will be available in stores this summer. Online orders will be available in the states listed below. New York is the first state listed, 622. So that's next, that's like a week from today, exactly. I can buy it online? Online. Okay. Merch is available now, but online is available on the 22nd. It's the only state, it's the only two states is not available. Can you guess the two states? Oh, there's five states, but can you guess two of the five states? Texas. No, they're available in Texas. Iowa. It's available. It's available in Iowa? Online, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are they? Alabama. Okay. Kentucky. Roll Tide. <laughs> Arkansas. Oh, my God. Mississippi. Shit. What Utah? the fuck? And Hawaii. I tell you. You cannot buy it. I'm, I'm surprised on the Hawaii. I just said six states. It's six states. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty surprised on the Hawaii. I thought Hawaii. Hawaii is the only one I'm surprised on. Because everything, yeah, everything else is, Hawaii is big love. Like, rainbow love, hot, like, fucking waves, fucking Lilo and Stitch, family shit. What the, well, what the fuck? Why is there any states that you can't order it online? Because I feel like it's affiliated with like vibes and maybe I don't know. It's just like no, because they said you just can't order. It. It's not like it's like maybe there's laws in place. Yeah, there it has to be the laws. Oh, and the fucking the pre-orders sold out. So there's people that have it probably. No, there's yeah, if on their Instagram page, it everyone was posting on their story like opening the boxes and shit. Yeah, there's people that have that shit, but yeah, it's just so we got to be on on the 22nd, which is literally six days from today. So that's, that's next beautiful. Monday. That's beautiful. I'm going to look at the Probably next Sunday night. Be looking at midnight type shit. Bro, stickers, $7. Why have I not? Or they have a tote, a, like a tote bag. Have you seen that? I'm, I'll look right now. Yeah, go to the merch. There's a t- nice tote bag. Oh, fuck for the tote, bro. You can fit six or seven bottles six in there. Six or seven bottles in like, hey, I need to run in my corner, uh bodega and grab you know a couple things for the night i need some fucking yeah low-key i need a couple dead. beers i need a fucking that dad hat i'm buying the dad hat i'm fucking heavy oh my god dude every time i go to merch i just go to like sizes on shit to see if they got fat guy shit bro are you on the side still yeah 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 go to the sword hoodie and see the sizes <laughs> Wow! That's so lit. That's bro. Dude, I might. <laughs> I might. Mason number nine is for the people, bro. I might grab a a five X just to like wear like like that. That would be like a different look, bro. A five X. Yeah, you wear that shit on Ariana dog. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's even the price point. Sixty bucks. It's not bad. No, that, I'm. I'm dude, I'm buying that white hoodie. That's just a clean vibe. And you get wine on it. It's a wine hoodie. That's why you get it. Yeah, bro. That shit. I might have to fucking... We might have to twin that bitch. Yeah, Maybe I'll get the black pictures. one. Maybe I'll get the black one. Those stickers, too. I need those for my sticker board. Seven dollars? Yeah, seven bucks. You know, seven yeah, bucks? This wine is so bad. Well, shit, man. Yeah, that shit's live. Definitely have to be on that. I'm glad that we're being more interactive about, like vino in general i feel like we should def- we're gonna eventually continually grow in that realm of culture but i'm glad that we're evolving to the point and the things that we fuck with are like connected to our interests it's just crazy. i know like post malone drops a vino what it's crazy bro. we, we yeah, were on white 
you were on it's SoundCloud wide eye type shit. Aspen yeah. in the gym. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah, Aspen gym, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, yo, you got fucking you wanna hear about uh something I've been thinking about? What up? So it's just something I've just been fucking kicking around. Speaking of wine culture. Dude, my fucking my grandparents built this cabin in uh Atkins, Iowa, like a small like farmer town in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Okay, since then, they, they're both dead, but they sold the, my parents sold, like, or my grand, whatever, my the state sold the fucking land, but it's a fucking big ass, like, two cornfields, in the middle, there's a, a nice cabin, and there's nice hills, and a creek, and a couple barns, where they just have, like, a combine, like, big, like, tractor shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been thinking about, and you have to take a bridge to even get on the property type shit, like, there's a private bridge. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like really nice and yeah. it's on a corner whatever, it's really nice. I've been thinking low key about buying that. Yeah. When I grow up type shit. Wow. And just starting a fucking like a winery, like a vineyard. Yeah. That would be bonkers. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could just do our own wine. No, yeah, have our own wine type shit. More scientific I don't know if it's more scientifically or not, but they do a when I was doing those wine classes and shit in Austin they had they were talking about shit that you plant next to the wines. Like, other produce that's next to the wines will intertwine flavors into the soil type shit. Wow. So if there's, like, onions and garlics by the wine, it's going to taste like shit. Yeah. That's crazy. So I'd be just playing, like, strawberry fields or something. You know what's going to be super dope about that, too? There's going to be, like, a Vino studio in there for the, the podcast. Oh, 100%. Like, the sickest fucking setup and scenery and shit and, like... I can already see, like, the guests that will be on that shit. Like, what up, Joe? Yeah, I know, and I was talking about, like, turning that fucking, turning that house they built, that big cabin, into, like, a big open space where you could have, like, people, you could have big-ass dinners, you get fucked up, like, you just sleep there for free. Like, if we have people come in there and just get fucked up on some wine-tasting shit, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, there's bins upstairs, just fucking crash, I don't give a shit. But it's a full-ass business. But we just come over there, no shoes on, I'm talking fucking stash, fucking glistening and dripping with red shit. I'm talking like hair slicked back, receding hairline type, fucking chest out with hairs coming out, getting caught in my gold chain. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking the whole thing. I'm just out there dancing at Jimmy Buffett. Um, And there's guests and I encourage them to take their shoes off and put their toes in the soil. And then every guest comes in and makes a small imprint. You make you make the wine taste different. Now there's an the essence of you in that wine. Not only did you come try it, you also became a part of the next batch. It's all love. It's all family wine shit. Connected you know I mean? connection. connection. It's called alignment. Connection. The wine is just called connection. That's what the wine is called. We don't even know what it is. We don't know what color it is. It comes out. It's blue. I don't know why. Is this red wine or not? Who fucking knows? It's called connection. Okay, it's blue. Okay, then it's blue. It's blue wine, and the wrapper is like a sharp yellow. Like the wrapping so, on it, that's like fucking, that's that's fucking tough, dude. That's tough. Purple font. You walk into the fucking, you walk into a wine shop. There's two guys down the street. And you see that, you're getting it, dude. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. Nothing but yeah. like, it's just a yellow label with just some handwriting on it. Yeah, like yeah. with sharpie. Like it's just dead ass. Like we just have dudes just sharpie in every bottle. Mm-hmm. Like you just put a yellow. We sharpie on it. it. We sharpie it. Like we sharpie it. It's like. Yeah, it's right, just, yeah it's exactly. My my uh, twelve to one. 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. every day, I'm signing bottles, boxing them up. <laughs> Literally, bro. It just said, it says, connection with love, buddy. <clears throat> yeah. On every bottle, bro. That's so fire. 
but we're selling it national. Like we literally yeah, put yeah, like yeah. tiers. You have carpal tunnel. You need carpal tunnel surgery for how many bottles you sold. This no, is literally, a, yeah. It's a pretty big operation, but it's also natural wine. I know I've been talking about that for like a little bit for each of the in each of the podcasts, but like I don't know what natural wine means. I gotta do my research. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna do my research on natural wines. I think I said the same thing last week, and I didn't do it, but. Uh, I wanted yeah, to be natural wines, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. far and away the best wine I've ever had was that natural shit. And then that's all. Like, I'm watching the new Fuck That's Delicious on YouTube. Have you watched those yet? No, I need to. I'm going to watch them yeah, tonight. Yeah, watch those. They go to like one of the newer episodes. They just go to a natural uh, uh, a natural wine bar in Manhattan. And it's all just fucking... It's like, we're definitely going to like live there, bro. Like, it's definitely... It's, it's all stupid fire. It looks so good. And it's all bubbly like I was talking about. It all has some carbonation in it. Fucking thing. Did you uh, ever end up checking out that uh, podcast I sent you? Not yet, no. Stupid fire, bro. It's What's the, it uh, so the guest on it, I forgot what his name was. He was someone that wrote The Secret. He was like affiliated with The Secret. So like oh, all the traction type shit. Like his whole story, his whole life. So basically Ed Milet is interviewing him and talking to him, but it's more Ed Milet. It's his podcast. He's like a life coach. He he's someone you that watch like, him anyway. What's up? Do you watch him anyway, or you just found this one? No, yeah, I've, I I I listen to him. Um, he's like he's a he, like his main job, like his role is like to call famous athletes and people that need that deal with a lot of success and like the upward climb. Someone like a a mentor. He's basically a mentor for high profile people, athletes, whatever. Um, this podcast was about this guy. <clears throat> I forgot what his name was. Um, but basically, like his entire life is affiliated with like law of attraction and like just like being committed and all this shit. It was tops. All right, I'm gonna definitely listen to that. Maybe uh, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would like. I noted a couple things. I would talk about them, but I want you to listen to it. Like the whole podcast, Ed Milet. Like it's like. This is like he's kind of corny, a little cheesy. Like he like his his like passion is like success stories and like the magic oh, when the magic dude, happens. Yeah, he's like he's like I love that brother. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that real shit, dude. Don't be afraid to fucking try hard. Don't exactly. They like just met on this podcast, and by the end of it, like they were fr- like I think they obviously communicated maybe technology. Like, just on, like, their phones yeah. type shit. But, like, I don't think they ever met in person because the whole time they were like, yeah, like, I know, like, this is why everyone was telling me that we needed to sit down type shit. And by the end of it, they're like, I love you, man. Like, I love you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, wait. like, real shit. Like, it, there's emotion. But a couple things that you should listen for in it, uh, he talks about not living in your own story. Uh, and when you're doing something, don't just be interested because he says when you're interested, you f- it's like... When you're only interested in something, you're like only satisfied with the easiest, like the easy way. Like, you'll reflect back on your story if you're interested, but if you're committed, it's like by any means type shit. So the difference, the difference is committed versus interested. Correct. And committed is like we might die for this shit. Exactly. Like you don't even think about like. He, you can wake up tomorrow and be interested to cook, but you gotta fucking finish that recipe tonight if you're committed. To yes, it. yes. Like he's his story is amazing, amazing. He like has a really good like life experience that uh, covers the interested versus committed and like 
puts the icing on it, it's stupid. Alright, yeah, I'm excited to listen to that. Beautiful. Right, it's funny too when you texted me that today. So I <clears throat> I said that we were gonna kinda talk about this before we started the podcast, but like I've just been super groggy and super stressed out. We were like supposed to run a podcast last night, but I just kinda felt shitty and I didn't want to, so when you texted me that actually I was like trying to like I was really thinking about why I was stressed out and like why I was shitty. And I wrote I wrote a uh I wrote, I'm pulling it up here. I, I'm sure I listened to it or read about it somewhere because I always read this kind of like self-help. I love these like self-help, like self-developmental kinds of books and movies and documentaries and shit. So I'm sure I read about this somewhere, but like I don't, I don't, can't put a finger on it. I just kind of pulled this out of my ass. But I decided to, I decided to write down a list of everything that I'm like afraid of and like uh, that's bothering me right now in the moment. Bro, that's like, crazy. That's nuts. That is nuts, bro. Continue. Yeah. Because I, uh, so I've been doing this. I'll show you my screen. I have been, <clears throat> before every podcast, I'll just like make bullet points of shit that I yeah. like I'm feeling, want to talk about, like even if it's just like a random thought. And I literally put in there, um, let's see here. What's some, what is something that's stopping you from a comfort standpoint? Expose it. Awareness grants you choices and decisions. Action. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I Dude, I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the world is, dude. I don't know what the universe is. But I feel like sometimes people are just, like, even multiple people, even people you're not even connected with. Like, you just get, like, vibes. Like, I have, this is so, this is the same thing, but it's different. But it's just, like, you know, it's connected. But I, you remember that dude I used to live with, John? Or not live with, but like used to hang out with in Austin. Yep. I dude, I was at the gym hooping, thinking about shit, whatever, hooping today, listening to music, and I was listening to a specific song, like a random St. John song. Yeah. Like Lust by St. John or something. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm listening to it, and then I, I'm just on Snapchat too, because I was just like spacey, like I couldn't even like be at the gym, like I didn't want to be there, so I was like making distractions for myself by like opening Snapchat and shit, and he was randomly listening to the same song. Like that doesn't mean anything, but that's just weird, like, you know what I mean? Like there's just a lot of weird, he, was, he posted it on Snapchat, was, anyway, there's just a lot of weird connections, like how big they are, it doesn't matter, like a connection is a connection type shit, it's fucking weird. But anyway, yeah. so I wrote down a list of like weird. everything that's stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's stressful to do that. Yeah. Because you're thinking about it, it, like, gives, like, some weight to it. But I just wrote a bunch of shit. Like, you know, like, my health, my weight. I've been having, like, some eye problems, like, my sensitive eyes. Like, my move to New York, my looming move to New York with everything I have to do. Like, just money in general. Like, just, like, stupid shit. It's all, like, not stupid, but it's all just, like, shit that I never, like, give, like, a name to. So it's just, like, this is just some naggy shit that I never actually, like, just, like, choke the fuck out. So anyway, so then I just wrote a list next to that of just, like, what I can do. What can I do to, like, shut this up? You know what I mean? Because if I wake up every day and it's, like, so let's say my fucking, my tooth hurts, and I wake up every day and it's just, like, damn, my fucking tooth hurts, and I'm mad about my fucking tooth. Like, you're just going to stay mad about your fucking tooth. Like, that's just going to get you until you wake up, you make your fucking appointment, you put the fucking ointment, you do the fucking thing, you get the up. Maybe you need a fucking surgery, but it's like, whoop the bam, like, get the fucking, get the shit start moving, get the ball rolling towards fixing it, you know what I mean? So I just, like, made a, made a list of shit, and then also, with the list, made a schedule with, like, just some, like, couple hours a day where I'm just going to attack shit that's bugging me. 
So just like a couple hours a day, if you want to fuck it, you know, your eyes are bugging you. Um, just kind of look into that for two hours. Like, that's it. Just, like, start putting some energy into fixing these things. Yeah. And instead of just fuck, like, I'm not, because you know what I'm sick of doing? I'm sick of fucking complaining about shit that I don't even try to fix. And it's like, I'm like, because that's my bag. I'll call everybody out. Like, if you, don't fucking come to me with problems if you ain't trying to fix it, but I'm doing the same shit. So it's like, okay, like, I'm not going <laughs> to sit around talking about how tired I am. I don't want to run a podcast. I don't want to get up to take a shit. I'm, like, tired and grumpy. Like, fuck that. Like, let's solve these fucking problems. Like, yep. I just want to list some easy shit. Like, I'm stressed out right now. I can't find my ID. It's like, okay, just find your ID or get a new one. It's that easy. That would take you an hour to handle. Why are you bitching bro, about no, it? Bro, no, bro, 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 bro. Fuck. Tomorrow morning, wake up and listen to that fucking podcast. It's literally perfect for you. It was perfect for I me. Will. That's why, dude, and what I was saying is, you texted me that right when I was doing this list, too, so I knew it had some heat in it. Bro, the funny thing is, bro, yeah, it's huge, and I feel like that's very much so, those thoughts come into your mind, like, solving your problems, because it's like, now you have shit that, you have plants that are growing, got to water yeah, no, That's why I said, like, dude, like, I think that... We've talked about how, like, we're making improvements as far as, like, meditating, cold, cold showers, running. Like, everything's moving in the upward trend. And I feel like these are, like, speed bumps. Like, it's not all gravy on the way to the fucking success. Like, you hit things where, like, I'm uncovering. I've always been stressed out about this shit. But because I'm finally finding my pocket and getting in my pocket, I'm recognizing, I'm bringing awareness extremely to things that bring me out of my pocket. Like, I've always been stressed out about my health. And it's gotten better over the past years, but right now it's pissing me off more than ever because I'm trying to get fully in my pocket. So it's like the thing that's keeping me out of my pocket. So what I'm saying is like the, the from A to B, from from fucking from yourself to your the successful version of yourself or whatever that means for you, isn't it isn't a linear line. It goes up and down. You're gonna come into fucking speed bumps as we were calling them or like whatever these things are to where it's it means you're growing, you're noticing these problems, you're finding ways to handle them. But it's like, it's so easy right now. Like, I would love, like, I wouldn't love to, but I can understand why. I would just be like, fuck it, let's run it up. I'm trying to drink a bottle of Jack and eat some Burger King and say, fuck it. I could see how this would derail a lot of people type shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stress. Nobody, this isn't fun. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that's what, uh, basically in the podcast, I'm, I just, it's funny. I, I don't want to keep going back to it, but it literally is like the medicine that you, the universe is going to grant you. And I feel like I've also been way more connected with the, with the universe lately. I've been back talking to it. I've been like, you know what I'm saying? You ha It's 50-50. It's, it's almost like that shit, basically you just have to feel your feelings, be it, express it, think it, and then that shit like pretty much does all the work. 100%. But, but you got to be ready to listen too. Like, that, that's, that's the thing, bro. That's because I, I just started re- Kindling that relationship with the universe and shit. Yeah, I feel that wholeheartedly. And that's why I said, like, you know, like, so everybody, like, everybody's paths are different. I feel like, I feel, and everybody responds to different shit. I feel like the, you know, like, your destiny, like, whatever, you, wherever you're going, like, you talk to yourself in different ways. You know, like, everybody talks in different ways. So, like, for me, what I, every time I'm in the shits, I will, like, it takes, like, someone to fucking, like, yell at me to get me up type shit. Like, it, sometimes, like, I respond best when I'm in the mud type shit. So I feel like this is when I respond best. This is how I respond well to shit. Is just, like, 
like terror like it's fucking like it's always like hardcore shit like a hardcore depressive day where i'm just like mad at everything i don't want to do anything that's what leads like that's why i'm saying like i'm stoked because like this shit for me always leads to a breakthrough type shit because mm-hmm. it's like you're you're facing like I said you're facing problems mm-hmm. like you have the awareness which is talked about huge by this guy like the aware having the awareness grants you choices and like plays to like execute so everything's yeah. there and it's just like you are evolving is like going through to like a next thing a next that shit is so mad uncomfortable yeah exactly and I feel that and it's just like you know we have some prereqs of like my like a prereq is like like right now like I said like I would love to just fucking go off the rails and, and fuck everything up but like I wouldn't I'm just saying like I understand what that would be like but I just have you know we have a prereq of like uh, handling issues when they come up and not like it being, being having the, the confidence or like the balls or whatever like what are the nerves to fucking face something head on instead of running away from it type shit so it's like that's why, like, today I just wrote everything down, and then that in itself gives me confidence because I feel like I'm actually, like, like you said, like, bringing awareness to the problems and ready to fix it rather than, like, hoping it gets fixed by itself because it doesn't, that tooth continues to ache until you do something to it. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. So, it's a weird, stressful time, but I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, shit, I need to see if I... So one of my goals right now is to... I'm going to be sick if I don't get this, bro, because I put in a great day of fitness. But my main goal right now is to close my circles every day on my Apple Watch. It's a... Basically, there's three goals, and it'll send you reminders, like, where you're at during the day, and then when they close, it's like you get, like, awards and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> But that's like my goal. I wrote it on like my wall. Put a like piece of paper. Close your circles. Close your circles. Go outside. Eat organic, healthy. Put the shit on the wall. Like I have to look at it. No, dude. That's like that's that's something that I I honestly think I picked up from you in Austin. That has like been so essential to my life, which is just like put shit in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, write it on the wall if you have to. Like, put it in fr- put it somewhere you're going to read it. Put a sticky note on the mirror. Put an 8x10 next to the fucking toilet. Facts. Do what you got to do, because the more you read this shit, the more you think about it. I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying it, like, brainwashes you. It might, but I just think that it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. I got to fucking focus on this shit. Mm-hmm. I got to fucking close my circles. Oh, yeah. You're right. Close my circles. Beautiful. Helps you build momentum. Yes. That discipline. It's like when you stay disciplined and like you stay committed. Committed. Hello. Hello. This podcast is so big I might re-listen to it tonight when I like. Yeah. It, it's a good one. And just like the title of it. I forgot what the title was called. Uh, it's called like. What is that? Evolve Your Brain. It's literally like, yeah, like the whole time Ed Milet was like, are you, if you don't send this to somebody you love, what are you doing? (laughs) That's perfect. That King of Staten Island was live. Watch that. 
little Bronson cut up stomach. Bro, you want to know something funny? I just realized. What up? I think I just I this is so random. I'm sorry. I'll get back to King of Staten Island in a second, but yeah. I realized that I just I replied to one of your Instagram stories on the Vinocast Insta or Vinocast Instagram. Wait, what? <laughs> what? I replied to one of like your personal Instagram stories using the Vino. It's not a big deal, but I just like it's just kind of an embarrassing moment. I just like personally like Jordan to Jared not right now but like the I'm, last time yeah I'm tripping because I'm like I'm tripping tripping like I don't I'm confused at what I'm supposed to be looking at oh you're not supposed to look at anything but like okay so I was on the VinoCast Instagram fucking around yeah looking at people's stories yeah and then I just replied to yours on that like it was me like it's not a big deal but it's just kind of like an awkward vibe where it was like I forgot what I was doing type shit <laughs> it's not a big deal it's just like <laughs> That's kind of just kind of embarrassing, but it's funny because you just answered it like I wasn't on there, and I just forgot that I was. Like sometimes I'm just on that Instagram <laughs> account, like it's my own, just like scrolling through it, like just like having interactions with people. Oh, like, yeah, 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 fact. Not even realizing that it's like just the, for the Vino class, but that's cool, whatever. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. What is it again? Just the Vino cast. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, it's the Vino Cast. The Vino Cast. The Vino Cast. <laughs> Let's on go. Instagram. Let's go. Let's get up there. We got 48 followers. I'm trying to get a 480 by the end of this podcast. 480. Even though it's not live, I just hope y'all hear me. Connection. That's a nice hat you got there. Human made. Humans. I, I bet I touched that hat before. Yeah, it's crazy. You got the same one. Uh, we got a different one, but it's the same one. Yes. Um. So, King of Staten Island, you fuck with it. Did you cry? Uh, I did not cry. But, like, I did felt... Did you get emotional? Oh, yeah. I, like, I, that was an emotional movie, bro. Yeah, that's a beautiful. fucking emotional movie. Beautiful. Like, I got emotional at parts that were, like, when he... I know that his it killed him when his sister left, but, like, he had to just, like, put that shit on his back because his mom was, like, depressed. So like it saddened me. Like there's a lot of relatability in that shit. Like when he when that one girl was like, "I wish you loved yourself." Like, like you're awesome too, bro. Like you're the shit. Like there's a lot yeah. of times in my life where I feel like I don't love myself enough to like like embrace my beautiful attributes. Attributes. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> I feel that I get emotional on that shit. I was more emotional when it was talking about like. Like, the most beautiful part is when he's cleaning the fucking fire truck. Yes. And he's like, I don't want to clean this fucking fire truck. Who gives a fuck with the fire? And he's talking shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Bill Burr is like, yeah. fuck this fucking kid. He yeah. doesn't even know how to clean a fire truck. And the other guy was like, what was the first thought you had when his dad passed away? And he was like, I wonder if he has kids. And he's like, there's this fucking kid. We're going to take care of his kids. Yeah, I that's, was like, yeah, oh, that, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's he, it, he, because like, cause that's he, real shit, bro. That's yeah. real shit, because that's what you think. Like, a, a dad passes away, you're like, fuck. Oh, hell yeah. That's what are a, those kids going to grow up to be like? Well, this is exactly how he grew up to be, and you're going to have an effect on his life. Like, that's crazy. I forgot how it ends. Is, is it a happy ever after? Uh, It ends. Let's see. Yes, it's like the dopest. It's the craziest ending. I was emotional then, too. Like, I feel like uh, it's a... Bronson. Well, yeah, but the ending ending was beautiful, too. What is the ending ending? When he goes with her to New York City, 
because she's doing an interview and then like it's playing Cuddy Pursuit of Happiness and it's like I, I feel like that part is when he fell in love with City and he was like fuck it I'm gonna run it up and get on SNL I'm gonna do comedy I'm gonna do what I want I feel like there was a point where he probably when he first I feel I feel like that was a depiction of his first like look at New York City like when he wasn't like looking at it like a piece of shit like his lens was focused it was like there was a his void was full like fulfilled like it's still there but like yeah his mom that's my care of he he finally accepted dude like there's a thing in my life i get like the relationship shit you know it's just like i get that i'm always like i'm not like hard on myself like well i'm a piece of shit you deserve better like i'm not like that but i'm more along the lines of like i'm trying to run it up like you don't want this shit I'm about to be in fucking New York. Like, I'm not following. You know, so I always keep myself at a distance, like he was doing throughout the movie. So the end of the movie is him just, like, accepting, like, love into his life and shit. So that was, like, an emotional part for me, too. I forgot about that part, honestly. Yeah, and that Bronson was so perfect. And Bronson is just funny. I fell in a thorn bush. Yeah. <laughs> you look like <laughs> yeah. a cop. Who like are you? You look like a cop. It was funny because Bronson didn't want to tell them why he fucking got stabbed. No, exactly. That's, yeah. So he had like a hundred different excuses. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm fucking See what had happened? I was in the kitchen with your mother. Didn't like, he, he say like, something like, I got a shit? Excuses. Like, I'm going to shit my pants or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and he that just was pulled perfect. up as Bronson. Like, he still has that shirt with that fake blood on it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> bro. And some fucking, and some fucking Falcone shorts. No, that like, was, hey, that was the action. That's what he rocks but every that's, day anyway. That, that's, exactly that's the beauty of it and bro that's something that like every time like going out in new york city like has social pressures of like fitting in into like what the fashion is depending on where you're at like that was something that when i was still in austin working at private stock and customers would come in that like live in new york or have been in new york uh and like i we'd be talking about it and they'd be like yeah it depends like you got to wear you know this in this part of the you know city to like but that's I mean, not even close to my mindset. It's funny like, too because I was <laughs> I was telling you that cat I went to school with. I would just I went to high school with this cat that moved out to New York, went to boating school or some shit, and he was talking about. We saw I saw him at the gym. I'm I'm shoulder pressing fucking three plates. He walks up to me. He's like, "Yo, you still moving to New York? We'll have the band." He's like, "Yeah, when you get to Manhattan, make sure you got a suit and a nice watch, or you ain't gonna do shit." I'm just like, all right, what the fuck? So then I go to visit you out there. I'm like, that's not that, bro. I'm wearing pajama pants. I'm wearing fucking night pants and a wife beater out here, and I'm fine. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. What type of per- What do you mean? Why you got to have a suit out here? I'm a- I'm in Times Square with my ass out. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Facts. But it's just a mindset. But it's, it's a like, thing. It's, it's a, it's a under thing, though. It's a point that you got to fit in to, like, get in. You know what I it's mean? A, it's definitely a... Yeah, it's definitely, like... Honestly, it's probably a more of a predominant mindset than it is like our mindset is definitely the less the less the less uh thought the about minority? yes the minority that's good no it's great run it up dude yeah. i'm trying to be the because and, I'm and it's in every up. like it's literally in every realm like if you are in streetwear you better have this brand on type shit like but that's fuck shit, dude. That's so fuck shit. No, it is fuck that's shit. But it's like, I, fuck shit. but it's not. That's not the like the real ones are like the contributors. Like that's what the real ones are here. The real ones are the people that are contributing to the brand, whatever. Whoop to whoop. But there are so many people and consumers. Like these are the hairstyles that are huge. Like I'm not gonna lie, these glasses I fuck with them because Larry June. But it's also a popular New York like frame, like plastic 
clear see-through frames. This is a healthy frame. But <clears throat> nonetheless, like the people that are contributing to New York City are the ones that are the, the like true individuals. But there's a lot of people that um, are kind of stuck in the confines of what's the newest Jordan, what's the newest Nike. I gotta wear the newest. Like Ye said, Ye said, uh, there's leaders and there's followers, but I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. Yeah. Yep. That's life, you know? Yeah. I'll be a dick, but I'm not just going to eat this shit. Facts. Facts, 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 facts. That was a fire beat, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, something that also has been helping me in rejuvenating... Uh, my connection with the universe and manifesting and focus is rereading essentialism. That shit's been huge for me. Because I'm like, it goes with everything, whatever it is, a book, a movie, a cartoon, a food, a experience. Like, it is always good to rerun something with your new mindset and your new lens. Because there's always things that you don't see. You have to unlock that focus or that awareness of whatever they're trying to talk to you or tell you or make you taste. Like everything's always evolving, so it's always good to like reread, redo something with like a fresh, you know, a new perception. Yeah. So it's just hitting different yeah. than it was the first time. Literally. Yeah, I just, I pulled it off the bookshelf right here. Yes, sir. I'm finna read that tomorrow, gonna, right after I listen to that podcast, maybe before, depending on how my day goes. I think I think Ed Milet had the author of this book on his podcast, too. Oh, you got a dirty copy, too, dude. Dirty as fuck, dude. Yeah, dude, this is the dirtiest fucking, bro. You got a plane <laughs> ticket to that motherfucker? Yeah, that's my, t- that's my bookmark. Right here, I got, I'll put one in there, dude. <laughs> Mine's Austin to JFK. Let's go. Where's this ticket from? This ticket is, uh, this ticket is, uh, Cedar Rapids to Austin. Oh, shit. <laughs> American Airlines, baby. No, but yeah, that book's been hitting, so everyone go read Essentialism and go and... Essentialism by Greg McCown. Yes. yes. That's that heat, bro. That's that heat, bro. Um... Dude, I'm excited to read this shit, bro, again. Because this book, when I read it, it was one of those things where, like, I found it. I hope you did, too. This would be a, How did you find the book? What's up? How did you find this book? Essentialism? Yeah, do you remember? Yay tweeted it. Yes! Exactly. So it was a yay tweet. I think you sent me the yay tweet. Because I'm like, I sleep on social media. And then uh, I went out and bought it that same day, and we were, like, reading it at, like, similar times. And it was one of those books I was reading through it, like, and everything was a banger. Like, mm-hmm. every single sentence had me, like, sh- I, would, I would stop and, like, write it down. Like, I remember being shook by this book, and I can't, like, I can't, like you were saying, I can't wait to reread it with a new lens and see what it does. Like, there's going to be sentences that I pick up on right now that I didn't pick up on before. There's shit that's going to be solidified. There's going to be things that speak to me. Exactly, because the, the funny thing is, bro... In this book, he uses multiple examples of situations where things are essential, problems that are non-essential, 
etc. So like there's a lot of things that when in this book when I read it the first time that I didn't even like realize were essential type shit. So it's like as you as your uh, life evolves and you have different circumstances, problems, growing spurts type shit, what's essential is always going to change as you evolve. So it's like there's different things that are essential now reading the book than they were. I think the first time you read that book, it's just because it's essential to read the book type shit. And now it's like you've experienced a lot more things, more focused, learned more. And so now when you read it this time, it's going to be like there's a, you have different essentials now. Yeah, do you know what's going to be exciting too? Is that's forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be exciting to like have a vineyard and kids and fucking like a vasectomy or something like just be out of your fucking realm just be a completely different person and then, and then read these things and fucking like what your essentials are going to be like then like so this this book is eternal because it means something different mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. you know it's not just this book there's a lot of books that are like that like I, i'm so excited to experience like the same things that i love through different lenses mm-hmm. beautiful because it's even like movies now I'm way more into creation and people creating and like what, like I'm watching movies now and I, I get lost in the story, but I also look at it from the point of view of creation and like the angles they use and like the acting. Yeah. So I'm like looking at it and for, I mean, not Farella, Andre talks about that with like he knew too much. So it's like he couldn't enjoy things as much because he'd be looking at it in so many different aspects. He wasn't just a little kid lost in music. So is that what you said? So what are you saying about you right now? Uh, you know too much about movies? No, I don't know too much about movies. I just know, like, I, I just have a lens that looks at it also from, like, a like a creating aspect, more so than just getting lost in the story. Yeah, so something that, was, something that I experienced with the... Uh, with the Staten, the King of Staten Island, actually is like that was one of the times where like I, I do the same thing as you do, but I feel like consciously sometimes I just want to get lost in the story like I used to. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. sick of like watching it. So for the King of Staten Island specifically, like it allowed me just to get lost in the story and the character play and less 100. about the directing and like I mean like I was really stoked about the music choice and like the choice of clothing and stuff like that, which is a director's a director's point of view, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the storyline. So it's like, so it's good to have a balance. Like sometimes I feel like I enjoy movies less when I think about too much other things. You know, like some movies are just supposed to be like for the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's all about balance. It is. It's, I mean, that's why it's like, it's more enjoyable to be lost in it. And I feel like the things that I'm attracted to and the things that I get lost in are like the ones that I love, obviously. So it's like when I'm watching Action Bronson fucks that fuck that's delicious. I'm not thinking about shit about I, I'm just lost in like the moment and it's so genuine. So it's like genuine films, genuine things, like things that are I guess just in my pocket are things but I also I mean I always appreciate like Martin Scorsese's like a legend. So it's like his what how he films and like how he directs and shit is like you feel it though. You feel it too though. Yeah. But I also like Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings, Stand Up. Was there like a movie or something about the writer? Yeah, it's called... Uh, Did you watch that? 
I haven't. It's it's about the author of the book, uh, The Lord of the Rings, yeah. Tolkien? Yeah, it's about... Because basically he was in the army, right? And so he referenced his life and his world in the army and made it like a... He expressed that... Those emotions and those experiences in like a uh, fantasy world. <clears throat> oh, that's dope. So like the backstory of him might add some like context to the movie yeah exactly it was a movie that i really wanted to watch and i feel like it's a movie that i just have to watch it there's things that make me i'm very picky with time so i'm like i'm I'm, and i wish i wasn't picky about that movie but maybe i just looked into the reviews too much or something i feel like that's a movie that you have to know the shits you have to fuck with lord of the rings and yeah, I feel like exactly. Like that's not a movie that the regular critics are gonna like, dude. That's a movie that a lover of Lord of the Rings is gonna like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that in that one I feel like you kinda killed your joy a little bit. Like that was made for you. Yeah. That was just made for you to deep dive the Lord of the Rings a little bit further. Like you just got a lens into the deepest of the Lord of the Rings. But you have all of the Lord of the you know what I mean? Like not only do you have all the stories of Lord of the Rings and then the Hobbit or whatever, if that's the same universe, and then you got a fucking the background story of why it was written type shit. Like, I feel like that's like, fuck. Yeah. No, yeah, I got too low dive on that shit. Putting it on the list. Maybe it would, I don't know if it's good. Like, maybe it would be a bad experience. I don't know. Putting it on the list. No, but beautiful, yeah. As far as movies go, King of Staten Island is a must watch. It's a movie What do you rate it out of 10? Let's bring that okay, back. Okay, yes. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. I'm going to give it... Eight. Eight three. Vincent okay. Jackson. Is that Vincent yeah. Jackson? What do you say? Vincent Jackson. Wasn't he a wide receiver for the Chargers? Vincent Jackson. He was like that yeah. tatted up. Yeah, big receiver. tall dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rob Gronkowski. Okay. I like that. And I, the reason I'm not Vincent Jackson is be, the, the Cuddy push. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. I guess my 8.3 is from <laughs> my lens of focusing on just shit that wasn't important what brought me down a little bit but <laughs> dude I'm telling you if the shit that yeah no I think 8.3 is fine I, I think that like mine might be a little bit high I, I think I was like really attached to like I'll tell you right now this is gonna be fucked up but I know that it's about Pete Davidson but if Pete Davidson wasn't the actor in it and it was somebody else that I liked more it might be a 10 so <laughs> I don't like if Pete Davidson. If you're a director, who are you putting in that role? That main role? No, Pete Davidson, because it's about Pete Davidson. So, like, as a director, I'm just not going to like it as much as I can. Yeah. I'm just taking an L because it's like, it has to be you, dude. I watched an interview with him and his mom on <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And it's just so love. And he's like, dude, like, his mom is so happy that, it, like, she's so proud of her son because he, like, made a movie about his life. And it's, like, so, like,. I, it just seems to me, and I'm like, I'm a hater. I, whatever. I don't like Pete Davidson. Like, he, he, it's his peak. Yeah. Like you made the, you made the movie about your life, and it has Kid Cudi, it has 
BBC ice cream. Like it has all these things that you love in it. It's like I don't know. I just don't like him because of the shit with Mac Miller type shit. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot what happened there. I don't even. I did too, but I think that it just it, it pissed me off when I read it. So like I don't like it now. <laughs> no, I feel like honestly, bro. Um, like when it comes to people and like grudges, I've learned to. I'm like walking and talking. One sec. No, you, I. We, I think we can hear you fine. All right, cool. Uh, there are people in this world that. Like my perceptions, like moving forward, will forever be changed. And like, this goes for people in my personal life, to like musicians, like people that are like fucking people that I yeah, never met. Yeah, it's not it's not healthy to hold grudges and shit. It's I not. Just feel like it's not, bro. But I just feel like, cause it's okay. it takes my joy away because I like this movie a lot. Like, this, dude, I, this is one of my favorite movies. Um, but I just fucking hate him a lot. I don't hate. I just, like, I don't like him. Have you, like, been focusing at all on, uh, COVID or anything like that? Well, let me tell you. I haven't at all. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, there's a, a friend of mine works at the University of Iowa Hospital. And I just met her for some beers. And she was saying that they just had an outbreak on her, like, floor. Mm-hmm. Like, ten doctors just got it. Mm-hmm. Like, last week. So, it's an interesting dynamic and shift of what's going on from... Obviously, the Black Lives Matter shit is still going on heavy, and it's fucking beautiful because there's been so much change already. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Uh, and then, also, with COVID, COVID's, like... Like, shit's running up again with it. Like, Texas is up way, way, like, stupid up. And actually, there's, it's kind of funny, because we were talking about this, it's in that run it up state, where regardless of what happens with, like, the second wave, I feel like shit's still just gonna keep opening, and if you get it, and you get got, like, you know, I feel like that's just gonna be something, especially if Trump's still, you know, whatever. But um, there's, like, bars in Houston. A lot of um, people were talking about bartenders and waitresses and all these people. They have it, but they're not confessing because they don't want their shit to close down. So, like, the numbers are about to go stupid. Like, I, there's a lot of people right now that have the shit, and they're just, like, not saying it because, for one, the fucking... The video of the tests have gone out, and that shit looks mad tweaky. Fucking a huge-ass, like thing shoved down your nose yeah the friend i just met just had the test on saturday fuck that i heard it's like not bad but that shit looks tweaky i don't like that shit he said it was pretty bad huh <laughs> she said it wasn't fun yeah there's a fat ass stick up your nose and it doesn't yeah fuck that bro so i just think a lot of people are going to get it and have it are asymptomatic and they have it or they like no, they have it, but they're just still... They gotta run it up. Like, they don't have a choice. That, dude, that's some evil shit, bro. It's evil as fuck. <clears throat> just stay in your fucking house, you, you fucking evil bitch. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. It's like, if you have it, it's okay if you, like... You know, don't tell people, but don't put other people in your shoes, like... Yeah, I read a story that, like... Ezekiel Elliott has it. Damn. And, uh... The story came out that he had it, 
because his agent told somebody, and he's like suing somebody because they weren't supposed to know. Because hmm. I do. Why are you su- Why is it a secret, bro? I wonder if he was. I mean, obviously, if he's suing, he has some kind of reason. Which suing? If you have to sue, it's being being sued is obviously negative, but like the act of suing is a negative action also. So it's like he is pissed for some reason because he fucked up on some kind of level with someone or something. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. My perception is, I don't know that I'm right, but my perception of the story is that it was like patient confidentiality type shit. Oh, okay. That they broke by like breaking the story to like TMZ. Uh Uh-huh. But, so that's fine, Sue. But also, um, it seems like he's like the bartender that's trying to go to work with COVID type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting, bro, because I have seen both sides so far or like every like kind of lens or aspect of the pandemic. Like I was in a place where it was went crazy and closed down like first. And then I was in a place that opened first. So I just feel like numbers are about to be in rotation. Like Texas is about to go stupid, just crazy. And then New York is like one of the most downward trending cases by day place in the States, but shit's not really opened here yet. I read a stat today that said cases in Iowa were going down. Really? But they're running it up. Bro, Iowa's been getting heavy headlines, like global headlines, like the University of Iowa with the Black Lives Matter shit. And then... I got yeah, like, bro, what the fuck? I got a uh, notification on my ESPN. There was a team that was being highlighted in Des Moines, high school baseball, they need during the national anthem. And it was on ESPN, bro, and the something that like was a gut-wrenching sound. I, I, under, I don't understand, actually, these people... But when the kids were doing it, you could hear like moms and people in the crowd like going, oh, oh, like that, like, what are you doing? Like sound, you know what I'm saying? Because they were taking a knee. It's just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. bro people, I'm just not so connected to what's happening. This is some fucking, I'm telling you right now. This is some fucking like, just like rash shit. People are just brainwashed, dude. People are brainwashed to the like to the America being as perfect as it needs to be, and then Black Lives Matter coming in and like shaking it up and like making it worse. Like people are stuck on the fact that there's riots and protesting and shit like that. They're not stuck with the issue at hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the riots are in place to fix a problem. The riots aren't the fucking problem. You understand? Like, I feel like people are brainwashed to think that America is fine. No, they don't, you, maybe they don't live no, in the minority. That's no, it's a hundred. It's all brainwashed, and it's just the system. It's never changed. It's like how this country is run has never like, ever changed. It's just like been like evolved in what, what is, in its dude, roots I'm, and like, ways. I know you agree, but like, what the fuck does "Make America Great Again" mean? It's de- it's. I mean, Donald Trump is a wants to go back in the past. He wants to make it what it know, was, like in the air. When is it ever better? <laughs> like, dude, it's always bad. It's the best it's ever been now, and it's still not perfect. So, like, make America great again. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Um, 
I watched last night the 13th. It came out in like 2016, but it's one of the more trending Netflix movies. It's basically about the 13th Amendment and how the systemic racism has never left. Like there's always a new form. It's basically policing now. Like, and it just, it's really informative. You should check it out. Because it talks about like, uh, it just opens your eyes to a lot of shit. And like why people are brainwashed. It's like shows the brainwashing and what brainwashed. Like the first movie, like the first motion picture to ever come out is the most crazy shit. Like the most crazy racist thing. It has like a white guy that has black painted all over him and he like tries to rape a girl and the girl kills herself. She jumps off a cliff because she doesn't want to be touched by the guy. And then they like lynch him or something. It's just the craziest shit. <laughs> that was a movie. But nonetheless, yeah, that Iowa shit's crazy. Like how the, I didn't realize the uh, that shit was going down. But at the same time, I I'm not surprised. Bro, the craziest moment. I mean, it just not the craziest moment. Well, I, I'll tell you the craziest moment first in my life is like. I guess this is kind of fucked up for me to say, but it's like being honest. And it's not fucked up, but it just like makes me feel kind of bad. But I woke up. I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know that the protests were going on or I didn't. I wasn't involved in them, whether or not. Like, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. But there was like a march in the streets. And I just looked out my window and there was like, have you seen the picture of the people went in down and shit? Yeah. That was like right outside my window type shit. No, yeah. My grandpa did that. Yeah. And seeing it, it was mixed emotions. It was like, dude, like I got really like heavy hearted. Like this is crazy. This is awesome. But then I feel like Jared's grandpa's doing that. And I'm not doing that. I feel bad. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, hundred percent. It was a crazy yeah. heavy moment. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. And like, that shit's yeah, that's mad beautiful. When I saw that, I was getting teary eyed because there's a video was that was going on. Like someone professionally shot it. And, like, it was just emotional for me because of the amount of, like, white people that were also out there. Like, it was, like, just a beautiful to see the community that I come from. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people in that community that are very close-minded. But, like, to be in Cedar Rapids and stand up for something that's not the popular... I mean, it's... I don't know. Pretty crazy. And it's, like, with the shit going on with Iowa and um, just like that protest in CR in general, like when KCRG would post something about it, the majority of the comments were all negative. Really? Yeah. Like why are you like people that are bullshitting people that are not understanding what's really going on type shit that we were talking about earlier. But you see what I'm saying? That just seems like brainwashed to me. Like nobody's thinking it is. Yeah. I don't think you're born fucking hating a, gr- a race of people. But the thing is that they don't even know that they're hating that people. They just think that they're like causing a problem type shit. Like my cousin, my cousin is mixed. She's doing all the protests and shit. I went out to eat dinner with my family. And my whole family is talking about how to fucking, like how she's putting herself at risk and like, and they're all sent her text messages and shit, like, um, how they don't 
don't think it's safe for her to be out in the protest. That's like missing the point of the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why it's like your focus is not on the right thing. Your focus your should focus be like I Yeah, your focus is her in general, like her we need to be there with her. Like we need to make her feelings and where she's at and where her mental is valid. And that's something that also kind of bugged me. There was a lot of people that didn't reach out to me and I would always think of every excuse in the book to like get them off the leash and I do it a lot with anything in life. I try and let people off by like giving them the benefit of the doubt on shit. But like this is a time where you like just the mental of being someone of color, like just like the mental like check in on your friends that are of color, regardless if they're silent, whatever they're doing, how they're expressing, it's like no, absolutely making sure like feelings are validated and things like that's that. inspiring to me because I think I can check in people more often. I think everything can, everybody can obviously do more, but I feel like I could definitely step up my check in game. Mm-hmm. Just make sure everybody's good. Like, like I was talking about that about my cousin. She's out every. I'm just using her as an example because, like I said, that was a family thing. Like they were yeah. all texting, telling her that they didn't. They didn't agree with her being out, putting themselves and putting herself in harm's way, not understanding that she's doing that for betterment. She's doing that for better change, whatever. Exactly. But I haven't. Re- even though I defended her against my family, I haven't uh, reached out to her. So that's something that I'll do and. And think about it. Think about other ways that I can reach out to different people as well. Exactly. I like that. I do like that. But, bro, I just thought we were better. Like, obviously, because, like, this is the problem with most... This is the problem with, like, me and most people like me. Like, obviously not the people commenting on KCRG. But if I can just be selfish and just live in my bubble, like, unfortunately, like, I just don't, like... Like, problems, because I am, like, privileged, like, problems don't come up to my attention often, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I could just get caught in la-la land thinking, like, we're, like, not in the mud as a country. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's really this bad type shit. <laughs> it's bad, bad, bro. You know like, what I mean? This it's is, just, like... This is a year of... But... I like how this year is so, this is a year, this is a real year, this is a being year, there's so much shit going on, good, bad, it's just a year that is going to, like, change a lot of shit, and so I'm excited, obviously there's going to be negative ramifications, but I feel like the silver lining and the revolution that's going on in many different areas of culture in the United States and in the world is going to change and put the world on a different path. Yeah, dude, it's just like what we were talking about opening it up about that podcast and about like writing down your fucking issues to bring awareness to them so you can fucking handle them. Like that's what, we have a list of problems now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. America did what I did this morning type shit. Like it's got to evolve, bro. We got to evolve. Everything has to evolve. It's like we see all these movies with all these amazing technologies and cures to everything. It's like, why aren't we there? Like, we can visualize it, make movies about it, and stories about it. Like, it's time to start progressing to unity, to creating a healthy world for that. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. It's time. It's time. And bro, 
every it's time for everything. I'm missing something. I don't understand why we're like why where there is even systematical racism. Like, what is the? It's just it's money, power, it and money? it's just it's money and power and just white. It's just like watch Thirteenth. It's going to, it's a great yeah. informative and like very like it'll fire you up. It'll make you like, it'll fire you up for sure. It and it's like there's different perspectives. There's a lot of perspectives on it that are like white Republican people, people that are exposing the systems, and then there's like things and quotes by people that had major impact on like laws and segregation and the systematic racism like quotes that on air they said don't quote me on this type shit so there's like it's the beautiful thing is exposure and that's a huge piece of what's going on is exposure and it's get putting awareness yeah major exposure on everything people are being exposed ways decisions everything is being exposed right now and it's beautiful like keep exposing that's the key expose 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 so we got our new i don't know are we gonna call this homework or just like a competition homework it's gonna be our no this is homework this is this is a competition this isn't homework okay this is a little competition we just back in 614 in austin texas we did a we did a competition just a weight loss competition it was weight overall right just like pounds yeah just pound for pound just drop weight yeah just drop weight competition with the with what was it Whataburger? Wait, what? What was the we got a free Whataburger meal or something? I think it was for like a hundred dollars. It was for a hundred bucks. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we just said fuck it or something. I don't know if we paid it. We just we were competing, but I I forgot if one of us got it or not. I mean, I I definitely think I won. No, oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't remember. I think I won, and I think what I won was uh, free water. Oh, shit. That's beautiful. That's better. So, this time, anyway, overall weight loss competition, it was like really fucking keep it, some, having someone that keeps you accountable or something, like help kickstart good habits sometimes. I don't know. It motivates me. So, we're going to do that again. Uh, just overall weight, overall pounds loss. What's the time frame that we're doing with this? So what's today? Today's the seventeenth officially. Um, Almost. It's, oh, it's seventeenth for you. Uh, let's do until July seventeenth. Yeah. Month. One month. All right, July seventeenth. It's a Friday. Perfect. July 17th is a Friday. Overall pounds? Yes, sir. Are we going to do a live weigh-in today? You want to do like a, a weigh-in right now? Or just say what we were? Yeah, say what we were because I feel like I ate supper and shit. Yeah, no, I got a fat boy at a 10-piece, bro. That was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, well, I fucking weighed 353. 224. About to get down. My goal. I'm gonna say this. Okay, you can say yours. What did you weigh in today? Two twenty four. Two twenty four. Three fifty three. My goal by in a month. So that's four full ass weeks. Um, this is not relevant to the competition. I'm just. I'm gonna write down a goal to see how it is. See how close I get to the to the goal. Is 
is going to be, I'm just going to go nuts and do just a clean 30. Nice. That's a lot of weight. That's like very possible. Anything's possible. You can lose, if you really wanted to, you could probably lose 30 in two weeks, but 30 and that's still so much weight. And that's going to be a huge difference. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Just, yeah, I'm gonna go nuts. Yeah. And like I said, it's gonna keep like for multiple things. For one, that I just said that. I just said that on the podcast. Committed. I did it on purpose. Committed. I did it on purpose because I'm committed. I'm not interested. You're. I'm also gonna go for a clean thirty. So it's gonna. Ah. It, so we're gonna have to crunch in, on some You're UFC. Get the weight. I'm gonna go for a clean thirty. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's what it has to be. Like I said earlier on the telephone. Mike Tyson's not Mike Tyson if Evander Holyfield can't knock his ass out. Right. You need to have competition sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say our homework, what our homework will be is when we get our two buds on here, our two little guests from our last homework, I want them, your guests to give you your homework and my guests to give me my homework. Oh, that's exciting. So we'll do that on the next cast probably. Uh, I mean, we'll obviously play it by year. But we'll find a time this week. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's do it in the next five days. The next five days. The next five days. Well, beautiful. Let's see. Uh, of course, our ever-going segment. Jordy, what do you think our time is today? One hour and 12 minutes, 11 seconds. One fourteen seventeen. Damn, I was fucking close. You were really close. <laughs> Any last words for the Vino folks? Feelings? Guidance? Tips, yeah, tricks. Watch that podcast. Jerry, what's the name of that podcast? Ed Milet. Evolve Ed your brain. Ed Evolve I the brain. Evolve the brain. I'm pretty sure that's Ed Milet, Evolve the Brain podcast. Read the book Essentialism. Um, let's focus on commitment rather than interest. I'm interested about a lot of shit. I'm interested in pencils. That doesn't mean I'm going to have a life changing event with pencils. I'm just going to pick one up tomorrow. I need to be committed to something. Yeah. <laughs>